there. I wonder where you are in your day today. I really do wonder that. Of this every morning. We'll tell you that yesterday. Oh, jeez. Bird just smashed into the window. I am grateful that I am not that bird today. That's gonna leave him a headache. Um. Yesterday I laughed so much. I hate to admit I might be a little sore today. Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, but I laughed a lot yesterday, and today I feel just much, I mean, I feel much more um, even uh, level, um, introspective. Um, I hope I laugh again, but I don't need to today. Um, if you listen to yesterday's episode, I literally go on a laughing jag. I can't stop. I almost, I, I will tell you that I almost edited that out <clears throat> because I thought, that who wants to listen to some Yahoo just sit there and laugh. However, I got a number of comments yesterday and I apologize. I, for whatever reason, my, I, you know, I don't remember having allergies my entire life, but for whatever reason, as I get older, here they are. And I have, I can, I'm snuff, I'm stuffed up. My nose is running a little bit. I can feel <clears throat> a little bit of that going on. So my apologies. Um, but I got a lot of comments on how my laughing jag that I went on yesterday uh, really made people laugh, and they loved that. It really gave them a good laugh. Lisa was listening to it last night on the couch with headphones on, and I swear she almost spit out water through her nose. It was. It makes me feel good. I, I mean, <laughs> oh boy, here we go. <laughs> It made me feel good that it made her laugh. And she, when she was done listening, she's like, I really needed that. And I, so that's cool. Uh, again, I'm not doing it for that. And the reason I left it in was because if I were writing this down, I, I know it doesn't seem reasonable, but if I was alone sitting here writing, and I, do, I write this journal stuff every day in a notebook first, in an electronic notebook called A Remarkable Two, um, if I am writing something or something funny comes to my head, I 100% laugh. I'm an easy laugher. I It's a problem for me sometimes, I think. But um, I do. I like to laugh, and it it comes easily. But So anyway, I left that in there. And today, I'm just feeling a lot different, but in a good way. Like, I'm not feeling down today. I don't feel like I wish I felt like yesterday. I just I feel good. I feel just normal uh, and uh, not... Um, you know, I had a rough weekend last weekend, and I kind of, I don't know, yesterday really kind of brought me back to a really good place, and I appreciate I appreciate that. I will tell you that my notes are long today. I had a little bit more introspective, as I mentioned, than, than maybe normal. Um, so I'm going to whip through the lottery really quick. Um, the lottery is getting really interesting, but let's talk about it. Oh, yeah. Here it goes. Lisa tells me she doesn't love this part. She's not as into the lottery as I am, but she doesn't... I don't know. She's a Debbie Downer when it comes... Oh, we're never going to win the lottery. It's like, I know we're not going to win the lottery, but what if we did? 
<laughs> That's, I don't know why I'm like that, but I am. Anyway, Mega Millions jackpot is up to $99 million with a $52.1 million cash option. Drawings are Tuesdays and Fridays. The next drawing is going to be tomorrow night. Um, but the fun one is getting to be the Powerball, which there was a drawing last night. No one won, thank God. And I know that's horrible. I should wish people good, and I would like to win. Uh, but if I don't win, I'm glad no one else does. Um, that jackpot is up to $125 million with a $67.2 million cash option. Drawings Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. The next drawing will be Saturday. So uh, it, the uh, next week, if this continues, and we're getting into you know $150 million ranges and what have you, we're going to spend one episode just talking about things that we would like to do. I'll be asking people uh, and sharing their thoughts. Um, either I will relay them or uh, they will tell you themselves. And I will also describe what I would do with whatever that lottery jackpot number is um, if we keep going on this on this lovely, lovely pace. For right now, though, let's get into what I'm grateful for. As I mentioned... A little more introspective today than than normal. Um, not good or bad, just more introspective. I just, I don't know. Clarity, I think, really is what, you know, I I don't know. I just, I just am and I feel great today and I, I'm super excited about that. Uh, I'm grateful, as always, for Lisa. Uh, her work from home days are better than the not work at home days because she can share dog duties. And I always have a lunch date, which is nice. Um, so she's an, an extra day at home, uh, working from home this week. So, uh, that's good for me. I can work a little bit harder today and, um, and have somebody help me out with dogs rather than me taking care of their every whim. Uh, and then, um, I'm also grateful for finding Carol Sumbry. Um, I, I, I was looking for dog psychologists or dog, you know, behavioral people and, uh, came across her and, just reading, you know, kind of what she's all about and seeing some of the things that she was doing. And she was local. Um, so I appreciated that. And I went and reached out to her. And she was the only one I had reached out to. And she didn't reply to me right away. And so I was like, oh, man, that sucks. Now I'm going to have to keep looking. And it's going to push off all the things that I wanted to talk about, about dogs and the things I wanted to learn about them. Um, it was going to push that down the road. Well, a few days later, she winds up getting back to me. Um, and she's been a great guest. Uh, she's been on a couple of episodes. And um, some of her advice is already paying off for us and our dogs. Um, and so if you listen to yesterday's episode, there is a good one about what who your dog loves more. Uh, that's one that's always, like I've always wondered, do they actually love? And I didn't love the the knowledge that I gained from that but in fact um, if you listen to yesterday's episode you can learn a little bit more about what your dogs uh, who your dogs love more and um, should we did another episode on dog barking uh, of the week or two weeks before that and um, again I mean just some little things that she said not even things that we've heard in the broadcast but things we'll talk about later have really kind of changed things for us and and not in just such huge dramatic ways but in really small ways that have made things better for our dogs and for us um, another thing that I, this is a weird thing that I'm grateful for, but I just was oddly grateful for it today. Um, just noticeable today was electricity. Um, and I just was very grateful for it in a, in a weird way. Uh, it's so simple for us, right? We flip a switch, it goes on, 
Um, but like just this morning, you know, just to get up, turn on lights, make coffee, turn on my computer, turn on the mixing board I use for this podcast. I look out the window, I see yard lights in everybody's yards. Um, and I, I never really think about it. You know, when you think about it is when it goes out, right? And it's like, oh my gosh, can't believe how quiet the house is all of a sudden. But for whatever reason this morning, just every instance of electricity, and I, I probably missed a whole bunch, but some pretty important instances of electricity made me um, made me grateful for it. I'm also uh, grateful for orgasms, especially my own. Um, it's just a, such an amazing thing that the body does. It's just so transformative in that moment. And if you've never had one, I highly recommend <laughs> getting that all worked out. But uh, And you would think that I was thankful for them or grateful for them because I just had one or nope, uh, that is not true. <laughs> but uh, I'm aiming to, uh, hopefully. Uh, but at any rate, I just, that was an odd thing this morning that I just was thinking about. And you know what? They're awesome. Be grateful for them. Love them. Don't be embarrassed by them. Enjoy them. They're amazeballs. Um, so every morning I journal and I write down what I'm grateful for. Don't you forget to be grateful for things. Um, and tell people when you're grateful for things. Damn it. Don't keep it inside. Don't do it. It feels good. Oh, you know what? I'm jumping ahead. I have a whole other section today. And I've been doing this section now for, I don't know, not quite a week. Um, but I, I, I'm so used to just going right into the what's eating kale part. But I have a new section that I, I really enjoy. And this one's important to me today. So um, I, this was how my list got a little bit longer. And I hope you enjoy this. It's a new segment I'm calling Learning From My Mistakes. It's a chance for me to reflect on my mistakes, mistakes of other people that I notice. And um, hopefully I learn from them. Um, this week it was very, made very, very clear to me uh, that I am only human. Uh, that means I'm extraordinarily tough and resilient in some ways and super fragile in others all at the same time. Right? Like you can flip the switch. One day you can be on top of the world. The same day you can be crushed. Um, but I had this tough week last week. So made very aware of my limitations and you know just things I I couldn't do that were piling up and I couldn't get other people to do them. And, um, I don't know, uh, but I know I have my limitations. Mine are super easy to see. Um, probably have other ones that you can't see. But in my opinion, everybody, no one escapes limitations. And. Uh, you know, you can't always see everybody else's issues. They're not in a wheelchair. They're not disfigured. They're not whatever. Um, but I need to be more mindful. This is this is kind of the learning. And I learned this years and years and years ago. And I, of course, you have to be reminded of it because you get in the middle of a day and you don't you don't remember um, a lot of things. You know, you don't remember you don't remember to be mindful of of things that you should be mindful of. And um, I learned this a long time ago, and it's just, I'll, I'll just tell you how it came about. The way I remember this learning is that 
I was reading a book and there was a story about a guy who was horribly burned in one accident and then paralyzed in a whole other accident, two different times in his life, but disfigured in one and then paralyzed in another. And he said something to the effect, I can focus on the things I can no longer do or focus on the thousands of things I can still do. And he went on to say that if I even did a fraction of those thousands of things, you know, just what a, what a life he would live. And that's true, right? Like that we, and I don't care. You can look at, well, you, Kale, are in a wheelchair. That's just so different. Yeah, fuck you. Oh, you know what? Let's just throw a little change. Let's get rid of that and throw some change in the change jar. Change in the swear jar. I almost feel like I should do this whole segment over, but I'm only human. (laughs) But if you think that my situation is so wildly different than yours, then you're missing yours. And you're limited and in your, you know, you're missing your own, you know, ways out of, you love living even better and being a better person. If you're like, well, I don't have that problem. Well, thank God for that. The likelihood is yours is deeper. You don't see it. And you'll never overcome it. And the life you could have if you did would be even greater. I think that's the struggle for, you know, certainly for somebody who's, you know, in a wheelchair, but um, disfigured or what have you, you know, it's just, it, you know, everybody can see probably what their most um, heavy limitation is. Um, but I think that the people who don't know or deny or work so hard to make everyone else feel that they don't have that disability probably have more limitations and unbeknownst to them. So, you know, they'll never, they'll never ever be everything they could be. I don't know if that's, that's kind of cheesy and maybe I'm getting way out of my depth here, but that's the way I feel about it. Maybe that's a little bit to make myself feel better, but I got to be honest with you. I know some people who are always like, oh, you know, do you ever feel bad because you can't do this and you can't do that? And I happen to know those people to be so messed up in the head that I would much rather be, you know, just dealing with this physical limitation. And of course, you know, being able to deal with my own, you know, psychological crap. Um, I feel like I'm fairly good at that. I bounce back when I get down. I, you know, I stay pretty even keeled. I get over being upset really quick. I, you know, like I think I, I have, I'm no, I'm, I'm mindful of that. I like, I see it and I feel it. Um, probably maybe even more than my, uh, doing what I should for my, uh, physical disability. But those people who are feeling bad for me, sometimes I feel, oof, feel worse for them. Not everybody, because I don't know everybody's thing. But and I and I appreciate when people ask me questions about. But when people are saying, "Oh boy, that's oh sorry, dude," that's where I feel like you don't get it. But I had a great conversation with a friend of mine once about handicapped bathrooms, um, and he's like, "Is it okay if I?" He was asking me all kinds of etiquette questions about handicap stuff. And 
Uh, and I was happy to answer. Full bathroom, use the handicap stall in order, right? That's fine. Empty bathroom, no. We need the handicap stall because we need room. We need to be able to have a wheelchair in there and, um, and the toilet. <laughs> so we, we need the room, and you, you guys don't need that room. So uh, empty bathroom, no. And I get the, I get the allure. <laughs> I really do. I've been in some of the greatest handicap bathrooms in the world. Seriously, I've been in other countries in this country, and some handicap stalls are their own bathroom with sinks in the stall and you know, the, all the amenities in the stall, which is just wonderful. And I've been in some of the worst as well. But by the same token, you know, I get that that's a better, oh, a little more spacious in here. I can, you know, put my feet out. I don't know what you need all that room for, but I get it. I, I get it. But if there are, and you don't know when they're coming. So just honest God, don't use the handicap stall. Unless it's a full bathroom, then I feel like then I'm not. You need to go to the bathroom as much as I do. So, um, that's that's just the way I feel about that. Handicap parking, you a holes. There's ninety percent of the handicap stalls are taken up by people who don't need them. Now, what I mean by that is this: most handicap stalls, especially when you're in a wheelchair or something like that, it requires room. I don't care how far I have to go. I'll go miles. I don't care. Uh, unless it's snowing and stuff like that, then it's obviously more difficult. But I don't care how far I have to go. But I need to be able to open my door all the way, fit a wheelchair between me and the next car, and be able to get out and back away from my car and then go. I need four feet, three feet at, at the very least. <clears throat> and you take up those spaces because they're empty. And you're a lazy piece of shit most of the time. And I apologize, but that's what most of it is. I followed people around the store and you know, just talked loudly about how assholes people are because they use the handicapped stalls. Now, I think we could solve a lot of those problems by taking some of the handicapped stalls away from the immediate front of the building. Because that's, you know, that's the allure. I'm just going to run in. Or I don't, you know, I'm lazy and I don't want to go whatever. Well, it, you're just a horrible human being is what you are. Uh, I almost got into a fight in an empty parking lot because of Lisa. <laughs> but we were in a handicap stall. And a guy pulls his car up in, you know, where the lines go across where don't park here because this is where the handicapped people get out of their cars. And a guy pulled right into that spot, blocking us in. I can't get in and out of the car without Lisa backing in and backing up. It's an empty fucking parking lot and he pulls up there and guess who's coming out of the store at the same time we are the only like few people that were even in the store and lisa goes what are you doing parking here he goes oh i'm sorry he goes i didn't realize and she goes you didn't realize that it was a handicapped stall and those are like lines going across and she smarted off to him and he goes excuse me and I'm like, oh, God. I know she's not going to get beat up. <laughs> so, yeah, we wind up having words. And, yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of a crazy, crazy moment. But, yeah, just I, and he just wanted to be closer to the freaking store. I just don't understand that. It couldn't have been another 15 feet to park in another stall. 
Unbelievable. Um, if you're feeling guilty, I'm glad. You don't need it. So get over yourself. That should have been, that last part wasn't in any of my notes. Should have been in What's Eating Kale, that's for sure. That's what we're doing right now. The little things that are in my head that I'd like to get out that interest me, confound me, not me. Um, and th- I'm going to end on this one because uh, it really has been bothering me lately. And in a negative and positive way, I guess I'm, I'm happy for, well, let me just tell you the story. Every time I, that I titled this in my notes, Breaking Up is So Hard to Do, Aaron Rodgers looks so much happier with the Jets. <laughs> and it hurts my feelings a little. Why didn't you like us? What did, why, why didn't we make you happy? Every time I, I come across a picture, it, it looks like a weight has been lifted off his shoulders. He's got a better haircut, wears nicer clothes. I mean, seriously. If you would have tried this hard when we were together, maybe we wouldn't have broken up. No, um, seriously, though, he really does. Um, and it got me to wondering, um, only he and the Packers know, like, what went wrong there. And when I say that, I mean, it's also a business. Maybe nothing went, quote, unquote, wrong, and it was just time and whatever. But there always, but we have these bad breakups, right? We had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks in a row. Bad breakup, bad breakup. The Packers are the common denominator. Um, are they hiring crappy human beings? Are they creating, are they themselves creating bad situations? Are the Packers bad people? Is this really just a business? And I know everybody, well, it's just business, it's not personal. I don't know. I mean, things got not good. I'd say that there is some personal in there. And you had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks that were still pretty, very rare to find. Uh, quarterbacks that caliber, and we get we were getting rid of them. And I get that we've got someone in the hopper that we're trying to bring along. But I mean, Aaron Rodgers looks a lot happier, um, and I do actually wish him the best. And I think he got some bad reps. I think he earned a lot of his diva reputation. However, I will also say that um, in the last few years, where people were calling him diva. He, I didn't feel like he was as much. I don't feel like he played games. He came right out and said, this is what I want to do. It took him a little while, but it took everybody else six weeks to get through that. After he said, this is what I want to do, it took the, it took the Packers and the Jets six weeks to, to figure that out. And he, I don't think he had anything to do with that. Um, yes, he demanded an awful lot of money, but I shouldn't even say demanded. He commanded that. He earned it. He, that's what his career led his contract to be. So I, I don't think that he seemed like a different guy last year. Um, I didn't love him as a human being or what I saw on display as a human being prior to that. But I didn't mind him last year. Um, and everybody gave him a hard time about the darkness retreat. And I didn't, none of that bothered me. I don't, none of it really bothered me. But anyway, um, it, it's, it's bothersome to me to see Aaron Rodgers as happy as he is. I, I just, it, it's, is that wrong? I'm feeling like my team did it wrong. Anyway, that's what's eating kale today. (laughs) Coming up uh, tomorrow, Ben Holtz and I are going to discuss horror movies. That was fun. Might even discuss grills. Not sure. But you make it a good one today.